Hey everyone, before this episode starts, I just wanted to give a quick update on this podcast. So this episode was originally recorded back in December, and unfortunately, I have gotten behind in being able to edit these things, so kind of uh, has just been sitting there. But Alex, who you may know from the YouTube channel Digital Dream 9 has volunteered to help us out and edited this episode for us. So huge thank you to Alex. If you're not already subscribed to him, head over to his YouTube channel. Again, that's Digital Dream 9 And yeah, hopefully we'll be able to put these out a little more consistently. No promises, but we will do our best. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Digitama Castery, the show where we will talk about many things Digimon, many things not, and everything in between. So, I am Humulos here as always, and joining me today, we have Purple Flurp. Hello, I am Purple Flurp. And we also have Vince Valorn. Hello! So, it is the holiday season right now. Um, we are in the midst of December. Everyone is out purchasing gifts for their loved ones and enjoying snow i'm not thankfully i don't enjoy snow you got snow up there vince yeah we got some snow yesterday actually uh i, I, I went to my my nerd store to play a bunch of games and when we left there was a good like about not quite an inch but close to an inch of snow that's just I'm too jealous much. jealous <laughs> it wasn't enough to be a big deal so i'm like this is great but then when I, I i live a little bit away so when i came back there was no snow over here i'm like oh okay never mind <laughs> not fun <laughs> My uh, my prompt for the day, it goes back to my childhood because, uh, you know, when I was a kid, obviously I had parents who wanted us to have like great Christmases and everything. Right. And they did the best they could is that, you know, these days I'm an adult who can make terrible decisions with my money all I want. But my parents had to first make sure that we got fed and lived in a house for some reason, you know, so toys weren't necessarily the priority. And of course, there were some Christmas gifts that just couldn't make their way into um, the Christmas tree. So uh, I wanted to ask you guys, what were some toys from your childhood that you just wanted so severely, but that just uh, just wasn't meant to be? What what was it that, what was the one that got away? I don't know what about it drew me so much, but I have some theories. Do you guys remember Rumble Robots? No, what the heck is a Rumble Robot? Sounds familiar. It was this, so the commercial opens with this kid building a robot, and they're usually just, like, on treads with, like, arms and a head. That's, like, it. And they go to this, like, underground fighting ring of other kids with rumble robots and fighting to see who's the champion. So I was really big into, like, uh, like robot wars or, like, the battle bots and things like that. And this was, like, the, 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 the kids bot version of it. And they're just, they're like, head and arms with, like, tank treads but that was like so cool to me it's just because they could like move their arms and that was it and they moved forward and backward and they had a turn but those that i i saw them in stores but they're like for the time way more expensive than they should have been which was probably like 40 bucks and i'm a kid i don't get money like that and like my parents like eh, it's a little much and they were they're big too they weren't small at least big to me i was a child everything was big <laughs> back then but like they kind of had a feeling we'd play with it a little bit and drop it because they they just moved and moved their arms and that was it. And of course, it's never going to be cool as me finding a secret underground fighting arena for them. But there was always that dream of it. So but these things like remote controlled and everything? Yes. Wow. That sounds awesome. Looking at them now, I'm like, man, those are so tacky, but I, I still <laughs> kind of want them. And I dread to look up how much they are nowadays. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Probably. Have you seen those? So mine's kind of depressing. Um, when I was a kid, I wanted to be able to play video games. 
so my parents were very uh, protective of my sister and I because we were, I don't know, and I don't know why. They just they thought very poorly of video games. They didn't they didn't uh, want us to have any. So we didn't have Game Boys. We didn't have Game Cubes. We didn't have any kind of console system the entire time we were growing up. So I think if I had to pick one item that I was just like I really wanted but could never have, it was like any kind of gaming system growing up. Um, I remember in in middle school, my friend gave me a hand-me-down Game Boy Color, and it got confiscated instantly. And my parents had to have like a two-day-long conversation to try to decide whether or not I should be allowed to play Pokemon Blue on this Game Boy Color. This was when the DS was out, and eventually they 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 relented, and I actually was able to play Blue as my first real video game when um, <laughs> Diamond and Pearl were out. <laughs> So, yeah, that was that was that was an experience, and yeah, I think nowadays when I'm just able to just completely immerse myself in video games and play whatever the heck I want, it's uh, it's it's way better. On the bright side, though, <laughs> on the bright side, though, when when I was a kid, I was able to they, I was able to get pretty much any other toy that I wanted as long as it wasn't a video game. So if it was something that it was yeah if it was something I had my eye on, I would probably end up getting that, but never never. Never heard of video games. For um, for me, I was like most other boys my age was obsessed with Power Rangers, nice. and so same the, same. The Power Rangers is, is one of the most toyetic shows ever freaking made. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before every episode, no. it's like here's a, here's a commercial about all the freaking giant robots that'll appear in this episode, and you can buy them now at your Walmart. And I'm like, I'd watch that and be like, yes, I want all of them. Was uh, too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. I was about to ask yes. you if that was the commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Those were the ones, and so yeah, they, they showed off like just the season one Megazord. Like I just loved it so much. It's such an iconic design still to this day, and I wanted it, but it didn't happen. I had the uh, not the season one, not the season two with the Dragon Zord, not the season three with the Ninja Zords, but I did eventually get one of them. I got the. Um, the secondary Zeo Megazord, which was like all the ro it was a bunch of robots that had shapes for stomachs, and it was uh, looking back, it was probably the worst Megazord, <laughs> but, but it was the only one I got, and I loved the yours. crap out of that thing. I, I was so happy to finally have one, but it's yeah, awesome. I, I kick myself because they did a reprint of the original Megazord, or at least a remake or something of it, um, a while back when Toys R Us was still around, and I'm like, oh, I should get that. No, I don't need that. I don't need that. And I didn't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I not get that? <laughs> I, uh, obviously ballooned in price and yeah. I've learned that you got to hop on that stuff because well, what's adulthood for if not reclaiming childhood? That's right. That's all we do. <laughs> yeah, that's all you can do, right? It's uh, That's why I bought all those bionicles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's the guy? Is it Alan Moore that wrote Watchmen? Is that his name? I'm bad. Or at least co-wrote it, it, I guess. This it sounds was, familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I wrote an article by him about just several things, and it's just funny how disgusted he is by the uh, fandoms of today, and how it's like, <laughs> he just, he, he basically describes people like us as people who refuse to grow up. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's the it's the Chad Wojak meme. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would take offense to that if it wasn't so true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Yeah, either way, I hope everyone listening is looking forward to a fall and ho fun holiday season no matter what you're doing, and hopefully you get what you are asking for, especially if it's Digimon. Um, 
we have a list of demands from Bandai because there is a subset of Digimon that, for those that don't know, there's a lot of actual Digimon out there. There are over 1,400, I think, right now, if I recall, probably more. Um, but there's a there's a lot, and there's only so many places that you could put all those Digimon, and that's spread across the card game, the anime, the virtual pets, but we're here for virtual pets, and we want every Digimon to be on a virtual pet, and surprisingly, the Vital Bracelet has caught us up a lot. Uh, of course, depending on how you count that as being a virtual pet. If you don't, then I guess it hasn't caught us up at all, but <laughs> either way, you can at least hatch a bunch of little creatures, and they turn into one of these uh, monsters that you deeply care about. But we are still missing some, even Vital Bracelet included. We are still missing a good number of Digimon that have just never actually been raisable on a pet before. So, uh, Vince, let's start with you. What is a Digimon that you've never seen on a virtual pet that you would love to be on one? There's a, there's a few of them I've found. So if I had to pick a, like like two or three, Manta Raymon has always been a favorite of mine. I really like the design on that one, but it the just X wasn't never... good enough for you, huh? I like the normal one. <laughs> the normal one's a lot simpler. It is a lot uh, simpler. <laughs> and I'll take the recolor, either Penmon or Muchomon. I've never been on a V-Pet. And it's like, how can you not have the penguin on a V-Pet? It's great. I want it. Give it to me. All right, so you just and approached then, flirt territory with that one. Yeah, it's on the Excel, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's on the uh, evil genome. That's, that's where I, I put a note of kinda next to mine. <laughs> of, he's kind of on a V-pet. Kind I've, of. You kind people, of. You people, I swear. At one, though, Mothmon. We've not seen Mothmon no, on not. anything. I'd love to see my little, my little flyy gun boy. That's not Dino Beemon. I feel like you listed two two out of three of those were armors. I feel like the armor <laughs> evolutions are a gold mine. Yes. Because my other thoughts were like Jir the Jiramon, like the ninja guy. He's never been on one. Who? Uh, no, it's not Jiramon. It's, um, I listed him on my jungle V-Pet. <sighs> I'm bad with names. Hold on. Ninja one guy from the jungle. I should remember that then. I wasn't in that. Episode. It's the, 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 the Hawkmon... Oh, Shirimon. Uh, Shirimon. Yeah. I don't know why I thought Shirimon. Shirimon. Yeah. I love Shirimon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like him on a pet. Same. He's probably my favorite uh, armor from the OCU squad, honestly. Dang, really? Out of all of them? Yeah, no, I love him. I love how, he, choices. love how he moves. love how he moves. He does. He's springing all over the place. It is yes, pretty cool. Yes, it's great. He's, he's arms before arms. Yes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he is. That's just straight up the... Whatever the ninja one name is. I know there's a ninja arms person, but no one played arms, so no one will never know what their I, name I was. Did. I loved arms. I don't remember the name. That just shows how much it stuck with me. Yes. Uh, Flurf, what about you? What what Digimon are missing for you? Um. Okay, so out of all of the 1,400 Digimon, about 200 of them are not recolors. So <laughs> out of those, I'm going to have to say... Um, my top pick is Mistymon. I think he's on the Digisoul, um, which is not a V-Pet, and it doesn't count. So I think that counts as almost anything. Yeah, no, it's barely anything. <laughs> I, I, I think it barely exists. So, he um, wasn't on a V-Pet? No, no, right? So the perfect opportunity... Wild. Yeah, the perfect opportunity to have him on a V-Pet was the Virus Busters Pen Z, uh, but since that one ended up being Dragon's Roar Pen Z, uh, he did not end up <laughs> making his way onto that. So... 
Uh, he's my top pick 100%. I think he looks spectacular. Um, I think yeah in the card game he's awesome like he's, yeah. he was like in the first two sets was meta defining he was exactly. so good I was exactly. just kind of shocked he wasn't in a v-pet yeah I, I actually only learned about him because of the card game and I saw a picture of him I'm like this mm-hmm. is literally just the dark magician and yeah, flame swordsman magician. Mm-hmm. put together <laughs> and I really want him on a v-pet because he just seems like a really cool uh, uh, cool digimon um, besides him uh, I think if, I, if I'm going to go with the Excel is not a V-Pet line, <laughs> I'll probably say Kokabuterimon needs to be on something else because I love that little guy. He just a uh, little common Rider uh, child stage bug man. Should be on more things. I hate both of you, but I still agree <laughs> that yes, Kokabuterimon should be on something else too. That's how I got you. That's how I get you. <laughs> He's even got a... Um, a 16 by 16 sprite. He had that on the digi window, so it wouldn't oh, even wow. be hard to hard to move. At least I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he does. does. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. does. Um, wow. So no excuses, Bandai. Yeah, Get there that are no going. excuses for that whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, for me, I, I'll have to ask you guys whether or not this counts. So, would you Uh-oh. would you count a Digimon that appeared on version Wonderswan? No. You no. raise the pet on the Wonderswan. You do. You do. But, so my, my main choice is uh, Musiman, the freaking like old school samurai with the big old sword, that guy. And uh, I I don't know what it is about him. I do like his design a lot. I think he's a really cool guy. And it's not for me. It's not so much how much I like it, but how much I think it just deserves to be on a V pet because it's just one of the it's one of the earliest Digimon out there. And uh, it was introduced in the version Wonder Swan. It originally appeared alongside five other Digimon that have all been on V pets. It's just just him, not on one. What's funny sad. is he was on my list before I trimmed it down. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I like that design a lot. It's super, like, I'm surprised, though, because it's kind of a humanoid design. It is. So that's the thing is I do not like most human. I, I don't like human Digimon. That's but true. Are, but humanoid Digimon, it varies. Like, there are there are plenty of humanoid Digimon that I'm like, eh. But if we're talking about, like, Digimon that aren't just, like, straight-up dudes in suits, then <laughs> yeah. I'm more than likely that. to like them. So, you know, like, Devimon and Anjemon, for example, I like both of them because they still represent, like, something monstrous. They're pretty um, monstrous, just in design. Musimon as well. Like, he's not just a samurai. He's, like, a demon samurai, basically. Looks freaking, uh, looks pretty freaking... Like, look at his feet. Right. He's <laughs> got really long, weird toes. I never... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it's um, yeah, I like him. I, I think he's great. And if if there are people out there who do count version Wonder Swan, because technically you do raise him <laughs> on it, my backup choice is uh, Flaw Wizardmon because it's just it's freaking cool looking. And Flurp, we almost had a Witch Only Dim card, but they screwed that up. So wait, really? Well, we? not, not almost. I'm just saying they had a Wizardmon Dim card, and it's like that would have been the perfect opportunity to throw Flaw Wizardmon, Witchmon, Medieval Dukemon, and um, oh, Mist- Mistymon all into oh, one thing. And this sucks. It, it would have been it would have been cool, but no such luck. That's really upsetting. I will I will say pushes up glasses. If it's banned in official V Pet tournaments, it does not count as a V Pet. The Wonder Swan <laughs> does not count. Hold on, we're just changing the game as we go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Acceptable. All right. So we had uh, another couple episodes of Ghost Game that had happened. So the first one to talk about is the return of Clockbon. And I will say, did not go as I was expecting such an episode to go. Um, I was not expecting this to 
be less about Clockmon and more about explaining the mechanics of why Digimon can be the way they are. And I'm not thrilled with the explanation we were given. Yeah. It's um so for so it's a recap. Uh, basically, a big thing with Digimon has always been basically like humans willpower to do things, and that's what triggers like evolution and stuff. And it's kind of like what sets the humans apart from the Digimon. It's what makes them special in a lot of ways, and still, especially in a series like Savers, where in Savers it's like that like will and drive were translated to Digisoul, which made people like Masaru able to stand toe to toe with the strongest of Digimon. And it, I always liked that aspect that humans had that but digimon didn't yeah but this case digimon kind of do have that and it's a based on their emotions they are able to will themselves into existence in the human world and i don't know that kind of doesn't feel right not necessarily and even in the context of all of digimon but even in this show because like Dracumon was talking about how it's like, oh, I've got to find a human partner so I can materialize. And up until now, it's like all the child stage Digimon have always been the like in invisible ones, basically. They've not been able to actually like interact with the world. And so we thought that was what it was, and that would have made sense. But now it's just that, no, it's just the Digimon just has to try hard enough and it will uh, eventually be able to become real. So I don't know. I don't find that super satisfying, but I want to hear what you guys think. I, I don't find it very compelling at all, either. Um, in general, I did not like the episode. I know some people really liked it and the outcome of it, but I was not a fan of this particular episode being used as an exposition dump when it feels like it could have been set up uh, for something much more. I, I like Obviously, I'm married to the idea of kind of setting up that rogues gallery that we were talking about um, for the last couple episodes when Clockmon kind of just gave up at the end, it gave up being evil, I guess. Um, didn't really make much sense to me, even though he was saved by my hero. I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of this episode for multiple reasons. But yeah, to go back to the to the willpower thing, I, I agree. I don't think it's that compelling. You could see it as children's stages don't have the emotional maturity in order to control their emotions to not be invisible. I guess. Yeah, they do, like, they do evolve, and then that makes it easier for them, maybe. Which you could say that if the two main Digimon that were excelling at the ability to do this were not child-level Digimon. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you have both Bokomon and Bakuman just being like, yeah, we can just jump in and out however we they're, want. And they're just very precocious, dude. They, <laughs> they, they read books. books. Okay. They read books, they yeah. They don't speak books. English. They, yeah, they, they speak they, well they, good. <laughs> I mean, not English, <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. Japanese, for sure. Yeah, they, they watch Tai Lopez. They, they can know make it books. so when they talk, I can read what they say. Yeah. That's smart. Right. <laughs> So, I yeah. thought this up. Yeah, it, it was weird. I it was a weird uh, juxtaposition of lore dump, which I like having lore dumps. But it, yeah, the context of it was weird. And then Hero absolutely losing his mind, going crazy with time. Which that was great. I loved yeah, that. that part. I loved. Yeah. I really enjoyed that part of like uh, object horror of I'm losing time. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Being confused, being like this imposed upon, and you kind of know what's happening because Clockmon. It's cool to see that throwback. And like we're at the library talking to the Tapirmon and the other guy. And we're like Lord Dump, Lord Dump, Lord Dump. All right, back to our regularly scheduled terror. <laughs> I think that's that was my problem that it didn't really ever go back to like that level of terror. It never like it seemed like it was escalating, and then it 
it kind of just completely got cut short it by the exposition. Completely derailed tempo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like er, grind to a halt. Exactly. And then it becomes everyone was complaining about us not fighting. What if the solution is punching? <laughs> Which was funny because it's like they're trying. It's still technically they, they're not trying to fight him, but it right. was it was just all of them using the most powerful moves on this I, poor guy. I will save you with my fists. <laughs> I'm beating Mickey, me the victor. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I think I think I wanted I wanted this one to be an opportunity to show that Hero can't save them all, and mm-hmm. that sometimes a Digimon can be re- beyond redemption. And that's okay. Not okay in the sense that, like, it's something that Hero has to be okay with, but it's something that he should maybe come to terms with. Um, I think we'll get that eventually. Yeah, I'm, I, it I was, will I was, come up. I was about to say maybe this okay. is too early for that. Maybe, maybe, maybe within the first ten episodes is too early to expect something like that. Um, but if so, I really do hope that it surfaces later and that we get some kind of uh, similar. Uh, revelation for hero because it, it does seem like this episode uh, at the end uh, kind of followed the same beats that the previous ones did and it when it, it felt like it wasn't going to and i think that's the big thing it felt like it was going in a different direction or it could go in a different direction which makes it more disappointing <laughs> yeah that's always the problem is you, sometimes you get some ideas in your head that are better than what the people came up with <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I don't know, maybe it shouldn't be viewed in that way, but it's hard not to when you're like, oh, maybe it'll go this way. And it's like, you know, if they subvert your expectations and give you something better, then great. But if it's just like, if it turns out to just be just vapid. It's, exactly. Yeah. I'm totally okay with having something I didn't expect happen and be being like pleasantly surprised. Like, obviously, I love speculating, but I'm here to watch a show because I want to be surprised in cool ways. Um, yeah. yeah. So I am wondering, like, how that's going to play in in the future, at least, like how this whole Digimon ability to manifest and unmanifest actually will matter. Because we have what, what was it? Four stages. We have just um, not there at all. We have able to touch things. We have able to become a hologram ghost, and then which, fully realized, right? And th- which they can go through walls, but they can also touch things, and then they fully realized. Yeah, so. And it's, then they lose some powers between stages? Right, that's like the thing, in, is when you're invisible, you can't go through walls. But then you can when you're that, but when you're... Somewhat visible. <laughs> when you're yeah. transparent, you can go through walls. Yeah. And then when you're a hologram ghost, you can't. Yeah. I think is what they were saying. But you can't touch stuff. Honestly, it's also I'm, confusing, because the same design language is used both for hologram ghosts and for invisible Digimon while wearing the vital bracelet. So it's like... It's harder for a viewer to know which thing it is because to because generally speaking we're viewing it from the perspective of the three main characters that all have vital bracelets on and so even invisible digimon they see them just as hologram ghosts and when uh when other people see them they see them that same way too so i don't know i'm wondering how they're going to really properly display whether or not a digimon is or is not seen by just the general populace it's interesting that you point out that you were only able to see the Digimon because you're seeing it through their lens. But what if it's because we own Vital Bracelets IRL? <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. I do wear my Vital Bracelet every time I watch the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe there's some kind of correlation. Like if I show this to someone on the street, they'd be like, what are these kids doing? They're doing nothing in this anime. Why'd that kid fly? What happened? <laughs> like, Why are you talking to me right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. 
All right, um, so that's that, that's yeah. that episode. That's um, it was something. There was things were said and whatever. Well, now that the exposition is out of the way, yes. we can we can move on. And Gormon can be a character now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, <laughs> he can continue giving us his beautiful haikus. And I forget what the one was that episode. I got to start writing them down. I gotta I gotta have a list of and every Gormon single one. Gormon says of... at the end. Of yes. The <laughs> Don't climb in a dryer. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So that was that. The next episode, um, which was just last night, and I should remember the name of Death, <laughs> King Death Kakuman. Game. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, the one with King game Kakuman, and King Kakuman. Yeah. So, okay. So we had a fighting game that people are really dumb and play in virtual reality because that's something anyone's ever wanted to do in a fighting game. And I'm actually not even sure if it's like from the perspective of the player or not, because they showed like a normal right. fighting game um, screen at the start of it, and it's like, yeah. it's like are you guys putting on VR headsets to play yeah. like a straight up like, game? Sit down on my computer, headset on, monitor on, let's play. Yeah, yeah. maybe it gives them some kind of HUD that is not visible on the screen for some reason. Maybe I don't know. As a, as a self-proclaimed tryhard fighting game player, this one was a little painful to watch sometimes. <laughs> oh, sometimes. You can press Goodness. buttons faster because they have more buttons. More buttons. That's it's not because it works at all. his APM is higher than the average human, so he needs the more buttons in order to contain it. It makes total perfect sense, and I think you're just a hater. Yes. Um, did, did I miss maybe <laughs> did, did Ginkakumon did he have more hands I didn't remember seeing more no. hands but no, okay, I think no. he's real fast he just real fast. had more buttons which does him mm -hmm. no good with the same number of fingers mm -mm. <laughs> okay. um, yeah it's just six of the same button eight times Okay, well, oh, I don't want to crap on this episode too much because I loved it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. I, yeah, I yeah, love no, this that, episode. I'm going to crap on totally. weird things, but yes. the overall episode, it was fun. It was more it was nitpicking good than anything. This yeah, one yeah, definitely that's... was a lot more. Yes. I will say, I don't like the skin flaps. The skin on flaps? Tesla Jellymon. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. They're coming like off the side of her abdomen. Yeah, so yeah. I, I did like that because they didn't really hint at coming into this episode that we would get Jellymon's evolution. Oh, no, I didn't read any of the spoiler synopses, yeah. and it definitely felt like it was going to. So it makes me interested when she said, "Here comes Limit Break," but it failed that time. Has she evolved before? I kind of got the impression I, when they were talking, talking about it. She was talking that she's about, evolved already. She was talking about him, I think uh, specifically his he, state. Yeah, his fair. Just, just, just how he operates. Like mm -hmm. when he eventually gets to be, it gets to be too much. Like I want to imagine, and this is probably like my head cannon. If he's like losing a video game, <laughs> he says limit break, and then starts to like go ham on the other person. She's probably seen him do that. Um, he's a weeb through and through. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. No, I, I, think, I think that's it. And the the reason why the evolution scene was so impactful was because it like culminated in a serious way. Mm -hmm. And and uh, they said it at the same time. And honestly, yeah, that evolution scene was probably one of like the top moments for me so far in this in this show. And because there was tension, there was actually yeah. tension, mm -hmm. and it was there was build up too, like from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It was it, there was foreshadowing where she mentioned the limit break um, aspect. Um, the whole episode was like gearing up um, Kyoshiro to like do something relevant. Finally, <laughs> um, so it was like it got to a point where I'm just like. Man, if 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 they don't evolve this episode, I'm gonna be pretty angry. I was feeling very much. I also same thing with this episode. Not, I didn't feel it the last one. This one, it felt like we were going for two parts. 
It felt like a two-parter. They, they like build up to the defeat, and then next week they would finish it off. Uh, yeah, but, but it's never gonna happen, Vince. We're never gonna have a two-parter. I know, but when we do, when we do, <laughs> I've called it. Imagine how dense that episode will be. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this episode quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I like the whole like callback to his hand. Like, I'll tell you the secret of the hand if you don't wake up. Yeah, like, that was that it? whole What's sequence. That whole sequence was amazing. And I yeah. love that. I love that um, Kyoshiro had to be the one to like, like get up and save Jellymon versus mm-hmm. how it usually is where the Digimon evolves to save the, um, the Tamer in danger. So it's, it just, that's a, that's a subversion I'm here for. <laughs> and it, it just it it just like reached a crescendo perfectly, and then the evolution sequence was spectacular, and then the animation, and the fi- the resulting fight just completely fell off for me, which <laughs> sucks. But I was mm-hmm. still emotionally invested, and that just goes to show that you do not need like the best animation in the world or the best fight scenes in the world to create an impactful, meaningful sequence or episode of a show like this. It's so, it's incredibly true. Yeah, they don't have to have mm-hmm. uh, have everything. It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah it would nice. be nice. Obviously, I would bad want shadows and repeat oh, yeah, frames Vince, over you, and over. Vince, you saw the picture I posted last yeah. night. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I, I noticed it while watching. Like, yeah, oh. I, I had to pause that immediately when that came up because like <laughs> the, the gigantic thick phone caught my attention, and then the longer I looked at the screen, I'm like, why is there so much wrong? Like, <laughs> shadows everywhere. The phone's floating. It's like just, uh, <laughs> but you're right though. Like that stuff. Like it didn't stop me from enjoying the episode. Like that kind of crap can happen, and it can still be. It can still be a fun time. I did get uh, caught up for a minute on. Uh, so first of all, like Jellymon, like turned her um, tentacle into a USB stick and plugged into <laughs> the game. I'm like, I'm like, that's so weird. Weird. I'm like, all right. I don't know why you're doing that, but cool. And then. <laughs> Because it's like Kyushiro is still the one at the controls, and then I got, I, at that point I'm like whatever. And she, she then suddenly King the Kakuman game. appears and is like, "Haha, I am controlling King Kakuman." It's like, it's why? So why are you doing this? So much. <laughs> it was just so silly, and it was like when that happened, I was I was like. I, I didn't even question it almost. It was just like, of course this is how it is. Like, of course they're both controlling. Yeah, they have to both be controlled by someone. You can't just Obviously. get in there without a fighter. Obviously. It's, yeah, it's it's a Mega Man situation, dude. Just yeah. like, if you, if they're connected, they're more powerful. I that's assume right. that's how Mega Man works. I don't you watch see, Mega Man. I don't play Mega not, Man. It's not, but keep going. You're fine. Yeah, that okay, was close. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, okay, so now I'm curious. We're, so the people who got... Turned in, being turned into sake. Um, excuse you, Vince. It was booze. <laughs> Michelle sake. I heard sake. I, no, Did I know. Sake? I didn't read the subtitles no, for that I one. That's, I that's the thing tell. that kept getting me. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I wonder why he's saying booze. Like, is he supposed to be a hick? But then I listen to the words, and it's like, no, he's just saying sake. Sake. Like, maybe there's some be. other context in the sentence that I don't know to where it makes booze more appropriate to make him sound like just kind of. Kids. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but oh yeah, because kids, it's like booze is a better word for kids. <laughs> well, just, like I don't. I like I like a uh, hero at the end was like, I'll give you my dad's stash of booze. <laughs> that was really good. Like, oh, that's like, okay, right? Kick him on. No, but I that want explains it. a lot. <laughs> that sure does. <laughs> but it's like mechanically them getting Troned into the game. Is that just like 
and a thing we're gonna have to expect now? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's just Digimon rules. When there's a monitor, glowing monitor, anyone can be sucked into it. It's oh, was, you're right. Zero two established that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of um, weird things to expect. So we we talked in episode one or two about no, it's episode two. Um, Hero and Gammon were heading to the museum. And we're all like, all right, we need to break into the museum. Gammon just suddenly is like, and it happens. We were talking about how that felt like it might have been subconscious. And we were very wrong on that. Gammon yeah. just is like, it is time for me to break into this building. <laughs> <laughs> He, he said that, it. right? That was what he, he, I don't know if it was him or someone else. No, it was him. I, it was I his thought voice. it was someone else at first. But I, yeah, thought, I, guess I, it, I thought it was Ruri who said that. Oh, okay, did you? I thought it was Gammon. Because yeah, like, the camera was on him. And I thought that was coming out of his head. But like, his mouth didn't move, so I was like, he- I was hesitant to like say that he was doing it, or he was saying it. I thought he was thinking it, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, I'll have to rewatch, but mm-hmm. I thought the same thing as as Vince, where I thought it was so, like, yeah, Ruli or someone Ruli else. wasn't there, so that doesn't make any sense. Really I thought it was okay, someone it was, else. I thought it was Jelly One. He specifically said I, or and that's the thing. It's, it's I heard like, it's unlocked. I heard, or it's wait. now unlocked. Well, that yeah. But uh, no, before that, Gammon goes, I have to unlock the door, basically, pretty much. You know, let's take a five minute recess <laughs> and we'll keep the, keep, the, keep the recorders going. We'll, um, I, I just want to be right on this because this has implications that don't matter. So, all right. So Vince just looked it up. Vince, what did it, what was your result? It was Gammon saying, I'll open it from the inside. But it, I, it was like echoey. So I don't know if that's the hologram or him thinking it. I think that was meant to be him thinking. Like I think that was that him saying sense. that in his head to himself. And t- to have Gammon say anything with like purpose and in such a like a clear manner is just like and it's from bizarre. his head. It was yeah. weird. It was just a weird mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. It's like everything else he says, he either says two words at a time or he uh <laughs> He freaking goes, you give me bad vibes, and then jumps on him. Yeah. And it's like, th- that's Headbutt. the extent of Gammon. But no, in this case, he's like, like has extreme purpose in I him. I shall open it's... it from the inside to allow us access into this domicile. So there, it's yes. still kind of mysterious in that case. Because like, oh, yeah. what the heck, man? Why is he, uh, why is this the thing that makes him uh, get articulate? I don't know. And how much of his overall self is a show? Like, does, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, when he was being questioned by Hero in the beginning and Hero's like what are digital monsters and he's just like being a goofball oh it's maybe like, he's being like intentionally uh kind of like vague about things and right I- I'm wondering like how much there actually is that he understands and cause I mean if he was hanging out with Hero's dad who knows what was going on before that point like yeah that'd be what funny their, what their relationship was so, I don't know very but I-, I was very taken by surprise when that happened that is for sure mm-hmm. A lot going on in this episode, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely here for it. Really. Overall, I, I had a, a blast with this episode. I liked pretty much every aspect of it, except for the this, animation and the... Yeah, this almost feels like a... People are saying there's not enough fighting. What if we have an episode all about all fighting? About fighting. <laughs> uh, with the thing is, Street was, Fighter characters. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, it integrates with Digimon so naturally, in my opinion, that it... It didn't really feel like they were like trying too hard to. Uh, uh, it, to oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt right in line with what you would expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was more of a joke because I, I yeah. can't imagine they would have episodes in response to people's. Yeah, they, they wouldn't care. Feedback at this point. Yeah. yeah no. They, they shouldn't care. Be, well, I mean, at any point, I don't think they listen to feedback for this sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Honestly, fair. I think that's for the best because people don't have the best <laughs> idea. No, not <laughs> Me always. Me included. Oh. Oh. 
Yeah, we like to believe we do, but yeah. Where's Tai Chi? Where's Tai Chi? Where's Tai Chi Mansley? Where's Agumon? I want Agumon. Have him wear goggles. <laughs> Stop letting him punch Digimon. <laughs> okay, definitely don't listen. <laughs> don't listen to Reddit. Anyway, um, so yeah, overall, I'm I was happy with it. It's a good time. Um, we we seem to be getting a good mix of good and well. I wouldn't call that a good mix, but we get a mix of good episodes and we get a mix of bad episodes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of going both ways right now. So yeah. we're still early, and I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind saying that because we really are like super early on, and a lot of the episodes, like even the bad ones, felt like they had some kind of purpose and furthered something. Yeah, um, for well, the most part, to like out of each one at least. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Do we know how long this series is going to be? I don't believe we have a final. I don't. Oh, I should hope longer than that. Most Digimon okay. series run at least forty-eight. Um, gotcha. I, I don't think we have a firm number just yet, so we'll see. At the current pace they're going, let's see. We're ten episodes in, is it? Um, and so let's see that we have we've had we still haven't seen an evolution for um, Angoramon yet, so that's not happened. So we're still pretty early in things. I think by this point in season one. We had, you know, everyone had reached adult except for Patamon, and even Patamon was just a couple episodes away. So it's like, if we're following, if we're using evolutions as kind of a litmus for that, then I'd say we still got quite some time to go before they've exhausted everything. Yeah. Speaking of Angoramon's evolution, I really feel like that's <laughs> happening next episode. I was gonna say the same thing. I think the the next episode, the whole blade fighting cutting thing. Yeah. Seeing the evolution of of Angoramon makes me think that's totally going to be his his time to shine. Which is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a! I feel like the guy doing those teasers is just having fun with it. I, I he has to be like when that happened. I'm like, oh, that was weird. What what am I freaking? What just happened to my playback? And I played it back, and it's like, oh nope, it's him saying it. Why is he saying that? Why did his voice go up several pitches? And, I will say by 10 episodes, that intro of Hologram Ghost. I'm done with it. Yes. Getting old. I would like for that to stop. They did the same freaking thing in the last season where it's like every episode begin, digital monsters live in this digital world and it's freaking... They, I think maybe they maybe they think that that's something important to establish for new new kids like starting to watch the show, um, like on that episode because that happens. Maybe. Right. So maybe I don't know. I don't know. I I just I. It's, it's just another bit of thing to skip, I guess. So yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> if, I, I, if it's yeah. that, if it's not that, it's a recap. So you just gotta go right past it. All right. So yeah. That was uh that was Ghost Game. That was uh that was those episodes. We got the next episode coming up which will feature Repamon, which everybody loves Repamon. Yep. Classic Kudamon evolution. It's uh I will say there was one point in the preview where it's like I had trouble like looking at uh, figuring out what I was looking at. It looked like there was some dude up in a tree. The shadow of it. Yeah. It was a lot of weird visuals. And I'm like, okay, so like I get that the blade is definitely Repamon's like eye blade. Thing on its tail, but like that didn't look like Repamon in the tree, so I'm wondering if that's Mm-mm. something else. So, or maybe it is, and it's just an angle I'm not used to. I don't know. I, I usually look at one picture of every Digimon all the time. This is the reference book photo, so hard to say, but yeah, so we'll get that one and whatever comes after that, and we'll probably see Simbare and Goramon at some point, or however you pronounce that. The freaking 
Japanese for it is like completely different letters than Simbari. And I don't know what a Simbari is anyway, so... Or even if I would pronounce it that way. Let's see. As Saber. Yes, maybe. I guess he does have like blades going on on his Yeah. Hair. Yeah, freaking the romanization is Jinba. Like, not even close to the same thing, so I don't know <laughs> what that means. Um, so, yeah, Jinba, Simbari, Goraman, whichever one it will be, we will see them soon. Um, so now, it is time for us to figure out what the Digimon of the week is. So I've added four... Actually, I need to add... No, that's enough. That's all I need to add, because it's just virtual pet ones. I've added four new Digimon, because we have the rosters for the Angoramon and Jellymon Dims now. So Heck there are yeah. now four more Digimon on this list. Bringing us up to 772 possible choices. So let's nice. see who we get. Pick a random number between 1 and 772. Here's a random number, 76. Okay, number 76. And that is Metal Tyrannomon. Metal Tyrannomon first appeared on the version 5 Digital Monster as the Top Care Perfect Evolution that you can get from uh, Dark Tyrannomon or two other guys. And then it was uh, surprisingly left out of the first adventure series, but did appear in the second adventure series and probably a few other places between here and there. And uh, yeah, it's just a big metallic Tyrannomon. Its sprite is basically uh, said to be burning Godzilla because everything from the version 5 is some kind of Godzilla. And yeah, so Metal Tyrannomon. Let's see uh, what Flurp thinks about this one. Um, so I love the version 5 uh, digital monster, um, and I'm, I'm, I pretty much enjoy all of the Digimon on that device. Um, I think as far as uh, perfect level Digimon go, uh, he's not my favorite. Um, he's just a Tyrannomon with metallic bits on it, um, and it's not, it's, it's not my, it's not in a cool way like I think Metal Greymon is. Um, I there's something different about it that just doesn't make it very appealing to me. Um, I love his sprite though. I think his sprite is probably one of the best uh, perfect level sprites on um, in that slot from the original Digital Monsters. Um, so I like that about him. But besides that, I'm kind of lukewarm on him. Um, I'm going to give him a 3 out of 5. Okay, how about you, Vince? So I love this Digimon. This is one of my favorites. Um, I've always liked the design because it's not just another dinosaur. It is a, is a robot one. And I take offense to you saying it's just a metal, uh, just a Tyrannomon with some metal bits on there. He's got way more than that going on. And I will fight you on that. But I've just, ever since I, I, I had a Hyper Coliseum card of him. And it's just like a couple other ones, funny enough. Um, he's just, I just, I've loved his design because he's like, it's like Mecha Godzilla. Just robot. He's awesome. I guess the sprite is should be like uh, burning uh, Godzilla, but I never had a version five, so I never saw that. I always saw him as just either from the show or from the uh, the cards. So yeah, he's he's he, I'm giving him like a. I I don't know if I give him a five out of five because he's not perfect, but he's really close, and I'm no coward, so I'm not doing a half score. That's right. So, <laughs> so we'll, just, we'll go four out of five, but like more to a five than a three. Okay. So I definitely like him a lot, but here's the spot where he loses a lot of points for me, and I posted it in the channel here. So 
in his profile artwork, I think he looks super freaking cool, and I love him. And then as soon as they put him into animation, he is one of the stupidest looking Digimon I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah, that was a big part for me too. It's, it's I hate I hate how he looks whenever he's on screen because it's just basically a white Tyrannomon with the some metal pieces on it, and like there's a lot of veins and stuff going on in the profile artwork that I think is important to the design. Like it's part of what really makes it what it is. It makes him look a lot more like strained to be able to handling what's going on with his body, and it's just a. Uh, you, you lose some of that in the animation, but as far as the sprite goes, I think, yeah, sprite's good. I think the um, official artwork and most of the artworks that get based off of him are also pretty dang good. Um, as far as the Mugendramon components go, um, you know, Metal Greymon's obviously my top there, the original blue Metal Greymon. So this guy doesn't quite beat him out for me, but he he's still got a lot of good going on. I like him more than the other components, at least. So... Would I go all the way to a 4, though? I'm gonna say yes. I am gonna go all the way to a 4, because I do like him. He is one of the Digimon I do like getting on the progress a lot. Um, one of my favorite ones to get there. He's definitely my favorite to get on the version 5. That is easy peasy. Like, just the top care line of version 5 is a, a really fun line for me. Gazimon to Dark Tyrannomon to this guy. And, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think he's overall really solid. I think he's a very classic Digimon that... Surprisingly, didn't get as much love as you would have expected him to early on, but these days everybody knows him. So yeah, solid. I can definitely see if you five. just see the the anime artwork; it's not nearly as nice. Yeah. Have you seen the the Watanabe art from the card game, the new one? Um, it's I have. Fantastic! I'll post that real quick. Let's see. Is it the one where he's like all tweaked out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super looks like on oh, something yeah. and ready to rock. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> he's about to rock and dock. That is great. I do love, like, the, I, I love that they have Kenji doing so many artworks for the card yeah. game. Yeah. He, he's, obviously he's the main designer and everything, that's one thing, but it's like, he's really good at just reinterpreting even his own designs and other people's designs into something really cool looking on these artworks. Like, I love it. He's still, he's still a fantastic artist. He's got a lot of really good flavor to him. So, this is, uh, yeah, that's a really good piece of art right there. I like that. Especially when so many of the artists, and like this isn't an knock or anything, I can't draw anything near as good as any of these people, but a lot of them skew towards more like straightforward art, I should say. Like it's like what you would expect to see from digital art, but uh, like Kenji's artwork's all like this. Koki is another one who really like really infuses their own style. Um, there's, there's a lot of that going on in the card game and I freaking love it. Looking but. at his stuff from the card game, I didn't realize, it's completely off topic, I didn't realize just how much he did. <laughs> and also... The arts I wouldn't expect him to have done, he did. Yeah. Like, he did the entire Ngoromon, or, uh, 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 what is his name? The alien man. Algomon. He did yeah. the entire Algomon line. I didn't even yes. realize that. Yeah. He's good. He's good at making scenes and, like, making good-looking ones. I'm just waiting for the day when he secretly puts a little Mamechi into <laughs> one of these pieces of artwork. <laughs> I really want that. Because <laughs> I love how cute he draws Mamechi. So, yeah, there you go. So, Metal Tyrannomon, good Digimon, good Digimon. And that is all we have for today. Uh, my pendulums are beeping at me now. Well, that'll probably... Speaking we'll... of which, I did actually end up raising an Atler Kabuterimon. Yay! Two weeks ago. And I think I'll probably start making it a thing where I'll try to raise whatever the Digimon of the week is. Yes. So, expect a Metal Tyrannomon next time. <laughs> Expect, that, that is a fantastic idea. <laughs> I should really like that. Maybe I that's, should do the that's same. That's good. 
I don't have a V5, but I obviously have a DM20 or 12, so I yeah, can... Yeah, uh... whatever works. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, let's start doing that. That sounds We fun. should. We should. We'll have competitions to see who can actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it live for two weeks. Make it live for two weeks. Oh, man. Ooh, that would be tough. That would but be. a good I challenge. can almost never yeah. keep them alive that long. But... All right, so thank you everyone for watching. If you're not already subscribed, you can do so at Spotify, at Apple Podcasts, at Google Podcasts, wherever you like to listen. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks to talk about two more episodes of Ghost Game, some virtual pet stuff, and whatever the heck we feel like talking about. So we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. See you.